For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. Ah, what the heck? Every day I got a chance to make some new moves. If you really feel the love, gotta get in the crew. We go and ain't nothing new. But the kid on the down, it's a funk revival rolling in your town. All around, they know the way it goes. I've been known to throw down with them crazy flows. Party people, get your friends and fans. Just let the beat ride to the funk you can. Oh no, I froze. Oh no! I froze? No! I, can you hear me? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Are we there? Okay, now we're back. <laughs> Where'd Timothy go? We lose him too? <laughs> I lost my live broadcast. Whatever. I don't even care. What are we going to do? Timothy. Click it. <laughs> Timothy, I'm going to send you a new link. Hold on. Dad it. Oh my gosh. You gotta love technology. Uh, I got kicked off. Oh my gosh. And we're gonna do this again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Funk revival, baby. Oh my gosh. What are you gonna do, man? Technology. All right, whatever. <laughs> Golly, technology, you got to love it. Good morning, everybody. So we've just been kicked live off of the air, but thank God you can upload this stuff. Um, good morning. So today, is, this, by the way, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, we are not being heard live right now because on the radio because the computer froze. So we'll upload it later. But... We are, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. We will be on iHeartRadio and Spreaker. Uh, we're being live, we're live on YouTube and we're live on Facebook because, you know, I love you guys. Um, so I, man, so I want to get this out of the way really quick because we have an amazing guest. I, it's so funny that there's a lot of bad things going on in the world and there's one that th- there's one set of circumstances that is really disturbs me, and that is what's happening in Syria. And I'm not going to make this political. I'm just going to say this: my heart, my heart hurts for the people of Syria. I have a really good friend there. 
uh, Majad. And I'm getting a lot of inside information on what's happening over there. And I got to tell you something. We got somehow, some way we have to, we have to end these wars. These wars are pointless. They're not accomplishing anything. Um, and when you really understand what's funding terrorism on both sides and what's funding these wars, you'll probably get upset about war too. We have a lot of people around the world that are losing their lives. We have people that have PTSD because they're losing their kids and they're losing their mommy and daddy because they're getting bombed for no freaking reason. And I have a huge issue with that. Um, but without going off into a major tangent, I would just like to request um, that you please keep the people of Syria. And look, there's a lot of bad things happening all over the world, but please keep the people of Syria in your prayers because there's a lot of just horrific things happening there and it's senseless. Um, that said, I segueing into somebody that I have gotten to know a little bit. I've just been from watching his live videos. Um, he's been a, a tremendous support to this show. Um, he's somebody that inspires me a great deal and it's got an extremely powerful story. And you guys know how I feel about the broken and I believe that the more broken that you are in your life, the more superpowers that you receive when the minute that you decide to use that brokenness and hurt on behalf of humanity and behalf of other people to help bring them out of the darkness. And my guest that's coming up, Timothy Brammer, is no freaking different. Um, this guy has an amazing story and what he's doing with his life to change other people's is it, it inspires me. It inspires me because it's really, really easy just to go through life worrying about yourself. It's really easy to like, well, I've got enough problems and I've got this and that. And, and, and like, I just, I just need to take care of myself. But when somebody is selfless in their efforts to empower and change other people's lives, that gets me going. That gets me inspired. So I'm going to request up front, would you guys please share this video? Because I, I assure you that it's going to be fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Timothy Brammer. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. You got a nice haircut. Uh, uh, yeah, as baldy's got to stick together. <laughs> I Man, I just got a clean shave today, and this time I actually didn't cut my head, so I feel pretty good about that. All right. So how you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you know, life life is uh, much better these days than it was. You know, today I, I've got uh, 687, 688 days uh, clean and sober. Well, that, a, a, a while ago, it sounds like a lot. Uh, it's not, but, um, you know, a year and, uh, you know, a half ago, I was, uh, I was in a much worse place, you know. And when I got out here, I started watching a friend of ours, John Wallace, put me through to your videos. And, and, and I started watching every day. And uh, your message of gratitude is amazing. And uh, you know, gratitude kind of took over my life. And, and I've been watching your show every day, sharing it as much as possible. It's fantastic. I, I really am grateful for that, man. And I appreciate you. Uh, speaking of gratitude, what are you grateful for today? Um. You know, every day for, uh, uh, you know, the first nine months I was here, I'd have to sit around the pool at a sober living with a bunch of guys uh, uh, that are all going through the same problem. And, and every day we'd have to say what we're grateful for. And there's a huge mountain to my left that you can't see. 
And every day we would be grateful for that amount. Uh, and, you know, we were new in sobriety. We didn't have a lot to be grateful. You know, and after a while, I was grateful for my family, of course, because um, they're just amazing people. They have put up with uh, Timmy for a very long time. Um, and then I was grateful for my sobriety. Um, you know, but gratitude uh, to me is something that needs to be returned. And I can be grateful for those things all day. Uh, but I, I have to show it. And that's kind of my new mission in life. Uh, uh, turning my, the feeling of gratitude into an action, into an action because it, it's an action word. Yes, it is. Yes. And, and learning to have, so I, I've been learning through this journey for myself on the show. It's, and, I, and just a reminder, people new to the show, when I started this, it morning gratitude sounds like a fluffy, fun show. And it, yeah, it's fun, but we talk about some dark things here and, and the people that sharing their stories, like there's a lot of hurt there, but the lesson is also a reminder that to have gratitude, even when life hurts and to have gratitude for other people's success, it's not just a self-centered um, thing of like what I'm grateful for, the things in my life. It's, it's, it's even beyond that. And so like, we're kind of adding new pieces in what our understanding of gratitude is. And as I learn, I'm wanting to share more because it is, it's tough. And there's sometimes life just gets really, really hard. And it's hard to know that this is happening for a reason. And it's an opportunity for you to be able, or you, me, whoever that's dealing with it. It's an opportunity to use that for something that matters, even the crap. And that's why it's something like I'm trying to create this new trigger in my brain. I used to get triggered. And it was like, man, I got to go do drugs now, or I got to go have sex, or I got to do this, I got to do that. The new triggers I'm trying to set up for myself and brainwash myself is gratitude triggers. So like even, even when something bad happens, I'm going to go, the blessing is in the breaking. The blessing's in the breaking. There's an opportunity here. You know, like little things like that. But it, yeah. this is not about me today. I wanted you to have one. And there's a new audience that may not be familiar with you, Timothy. Do you mind telling a little bit about your story, please? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I love, I love telling my story. Uh, um, you know, uh, I had a, a great life. I had a great family. I had a great stepfather. Uh, I don't ever say that. I said that on the last two shows I've done. I've called him my stepfather. Uh, he is not. He is my father. Uh, <clears throat> um, you know, but... I did have a biological father that it was, it wasn't a pleasant, uh, a gentleman. I mean, you know, I, I didn't know that guy. He was a myth. He, I heard stories of him and, and I made that my own. I mean, that's kind of where my life started to, to go south. You know, I, I started to make excuses, um, uh, for the bad things this guy had done to my life. And, and it, it was like holding a resentment. For something I didn't have a right to hold a resentment for, but I did. Um, um, you know, and early on in my life, I used that as a tool to to uh, get things that I wanted out of my family. I used it as an excuse to go drinking and, and do uh, lots and lots of drugs. Um, you know, I I did that for a lot of years, just kind of holding on, being the party guy, and 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 getting fired from everything I ever did. Uh, uh, or quitting because of, of my drug use, um, you know, and then I turned into a, a, a thief getting, 
banned from, uh, you know, not only the Walmarts and the Home Depots and all the local stores in my town and the check writing, uh, uh, check cashing places and, and all those things to fund my life. Uh, I was no longer at mom and dad's house. You know, and my mom loves me. Brother. My mom is like the greatest woman you ever met. She's a mom. She forgave me for all the shit I did at birth. Yeah, sorry, I can't. You can cuss. It's fine. It, you okay. can cuss. It's totally fine. But she forgave me for everything at birth. And I, I know that. But when mom lets makes you sleep on her porch because you're no longer worthy to be in the house, you know you messed up. And, uh, you know, she did let my dog sleep inside because it was cold outside. And that's got to be <laughs> – I was a junkie, man. Uh, and that's got to be rough for mom. You know, I, I, I remember thinking, this evil woman, why would you do this to me? You know, but what a rough decision. You know, my dad, on the other hand, he, uh, he just stopped answering his phone. You know, and I remember thinking the same thing about him, man. What a what a piece of work. Just you don't want to talk to me no more. And that's also a rough decision. Letting go and 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 holding on as parents are both amazing traits as parents. Um, uh, you know, and I'm fortunate that I was able to rebuild my life, and they're back in my life now. How, how, um, did, you, you know, how did you rebuild your life? Like, tell us what was essential for you reading rebuilding your life because I know you had several relapses and that's what a lot of addicts deal with. How did you completely rebuild your life that allowed you to take the direction that you're on now? Oh, I, you know, I, I hit rock bottom. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 42 years old. Uh, when I started uh, this recovery thing, I was, I was 40 and I, I was in a bad place. I, I was actually uh, uh, prostituting, um, for, for money and drugs and, and a warm place to stay. And, and that's when, you know, the gravity of what I was doing kind of hit me. Like I was hurting myself um, and I can't forgive myself for that. I couldn't even in my addiction, I couldn't shoot up enough dope. I couldn't drink enough booze to make that misery go away. Um, and I was fortunate, man. I, 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 I came, I made a phone call cause I had insurance and a, and a treatment center flew me out to California. I didn't want to be here. I didn't care. I got a free plane ride to California. I was going to go surfing and do dope on the beach, and it was going to be amazing, you know, and, and I get some food for a while. Uh, and I was joking, man. I didn't really want to get clean. I wanted a free plane ticket. Um, and, and a lot of times that's the case. Uh, you know, we just call somebody, and they send you to a treatment center, and they give you this warm bed and all this fun stuff, and, and you're in a new town, a new location, uh, I was fortunate that the people that I came across uh, were doing the deal, and and they were role models. Uh, they the people uh, that I hope to be someday. You know, um, not everybody gets that opportunity. I, I did go to um, Sovereign Health, which is a fairly large treatment center, um, and I was able to uh, uh, you know detox off a, a twenty year run of, of dope. Um, and, and that, that was beneficial. It gave me uh, 60 days of an inpatient lockdown facility. And then I met, uh, uh Ken Seeley and I went to his IOP program. Uh, and that's where my life took a turn. I actually saw a guy that was, man, he was out of this world, man. He, he was, 
whatever it was that he had, I, I, I wanted that and I latched onto that and, and thankfully he, he's helped me quite a bit. And, you know, and I'm fortunate to have come across that journey. He, he helped me um, <clears throat> pay for my bed by taking out his garbage for a very long time. That's how I paid for my sober living and washing his windows and, uh, uh, and all these things. And I'm grateful that he did that. Um, it gave me a place to stay. And it, um, the longer that I was able to spend in treatment, you know, typically you're going to go to a detox for a week and an inpatient for a month. And then you're going to, you know, go off to an IOP program and a sober living for a couple more months. And then you kick out on the road. Um, right. And the, uh, the, the downturn of that is that it's a treatment's not enough. None of treatment on its own uh, is just not enough. You know, a lot of these guys, myself included, come into a program. You get three months, you're clean and sober, you're doing great, right back home to mom's porch and and the dope man and, and all of these things. And it, it it's tragic um, to let somebody go that early. You know, fortunately for me, I got to get involved um, after that in, uh, in case management. So I had somebody following around and checking in on me every day and checking in on my family and prolonging my care for for uh, <clears throat> as long as possible. You know, and Ken gave me a job and I worked for him managing one of his sober livings. Um, and then he gave me an opportunity to do what I'm doing right now. And that's own my own sober living you know, you know, that I get to operate. Well, out of out of his home, um, you know, I, it is a, it's something I can't I can't repay. That, that's gratitude, right there. It's a, it, it, it's a it's crazy. How how important is community to you? Uh, <clears throat> the right community. Let's put it that way. Not <laughs> that, how important is the right community to you? The right to be treated? The community, community, like the group of people that you're surrounded with. Oh, man, this is uh, everything. Like uh, my old friends were, were addicts and alcoholics. And if something happened to me in a motel room, they'd be rifling through my pockets. If something happened to them in a motel room, I'd be rifling through their pockets and then call an ambulance. Well, uh, you know, it, it's unfortunate part of drug addiction. Um, yeah. Get the drugs, call the, call the ambulance. Uh, now I'm surrounded by addicts and alcoholics. Uh, and it's a community that I, 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 man, I wouldn't trade for anything. I, I need these guys a lot more than they need me. A guy with one day clean and sober reminds me when he comes in here uh, where I came from. Coming in here beat up and just right fresh off the street. And, and it's a constant reminder of how easy um, I can be that guy. I excel at being that guy. I'm good at that. I promise you. But it's a constant reminder. Now I've got a couple of years clean and sober, man, and I'm, uh, I feel great. And I think I can go do all these things I used to do. You know, I can go have a beer. I think I'm good with that. And I'm an idiot, too. You know, I know that's a horrible, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> So staying involved in a community, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, whatever fellowship it is, there's Buddhist methods and there's all kind of uh, different methods out there and fellowships out there, whatever one it is that you uh, want to belong to, belong to that. Um, like I said, these guys, uh, I, I need them more than they need me, man. This, uh, the uh, anonymous fellowships, uh, more than treatment, have kept me uh, clean and sober.
this, this community of guys. I, I went into a sober living as, as a patient, and then I went into a sober living as an employee. Uh, and, and you can only do that so long. But I need to stay in a sober living, yeah, so I pop one, you know. And that's I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to stay here. I'm not just the owner of the the actual uh, facility. I I'm a resident too. I need to be here. But right outside that door, uh, uh, there's Timmy making bad decisions. So I know I need to be here. Wow. It's fantastic that I get the opportunity to do that, and at the same time, I get the opportunity to return that to some people that that were just like me two years ago. So what, tell me about the type of treatments that you guys are doing at your sober living. Oh, there's an echo. Um, it, this is just sober living. Um, so, uh, you know, a guy's going to come in here typically with, you know, anywhere from a week to a couple of months clean and sober. Um, you know, we do random UAs here. We, we feed them breakfast and dinner. Um, we try to get them into an IOP program, an outpatient program, if they're not. We try to get them into case management um, right. if they're not. Um, and that, that's a huge thing um, to be able to get them someone to talk to, you know, on a daily on a daily basis other than me. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm a junkie with a message. But there are pre- professionals out there that, that you need to go see someone besides just to me every day. I've got a message. Uh, but it's my message and I'm not a treatment professional. So we try to get them aligned with guys like that or, or sober life coaches and, and help them improve their life. Go get a job. Let's get them a, a food stamps or on Medi-Cal or whatever it is they need to get to continue uh, and, and be successful. That's where I started when I got here. I, I, I had one simple task every single morning. If I, I wanted to change my life. All I had to do was make my bed. And I started with that one simple little task every single day, um, and, and I progressively changed my life. So I, I I saw what it took to get from where I was to where I'm at, and I try to pass that on to to my to my residents, you know. And, and structure, you know, as addicts, uh, we crave structure, um, and and it, it's. It may not seem like it when you first get here. You don't want to listen to instructions. You don't want to do chores. You don't want to do the dishes. You don't want to do all these things like go to meetings and be active in the community. Um, but a, a lot of addicts crave that, um, and they're looking for someone to guide them. And that's I try to do that to the best of my ability. And if I can't, I have a Rolodex full of people that are amazing individuals, and I pass that, that individual on to them. That's awesome. I don't want people to die. Whatever I can do to stop people from dying, I'm going to do that. I'm not always the answer, uh, but like I said, I have plenty of people on my in my phone that I can pass someone on to to help you from not overdosing. Wow. What would you say the biggest struggle that you deal with day-to-day is? Uh, being, su- being successful is a is huge thing for me. Um, I, in the back of my mind, I have a backup plan. That backup plan is to go be a prostitute and live in the baseball dugout I moved out of before I came. And that's a, that's a huge struggle. Uh, I can't take a, a, a 20 year drug addiction and I can remove the drugs fairly rapidly. I haven't done drugs in almost two years or no, no booze, no meds, no nothing, but the drug addict is still here. 
You know, that drug addict just wants to walk into a Walmart and fill up a, a shopping cart full of stuff and just walk right out the door. That drug addict uh, has a backup plan. And go answer some ads on Craigslist and, and make some quick cash. Um, and, and it reminds me that uh, my problem isn't drug and alcohol. My problem is sitting right here in this chair talking to you. You know, and I have to work on that. And that's kind of where the uh, uh, long-term care helped for me. It's helping me rebuild all of this, um, and not just um, the drug addiction. But now that I'm doing good things with my life and positive things, and I'm trying to be a role model, and I'm trying to actually have money in my bank account and, and uh, you know, things like this, I don't know how to do that. That's a struggle. I'm 42 years old, and I've never paid a bill. And I have a daughter out there that I've never communicated with until she saw that last video I did on Survivor Series. And uh, um, I don't know how to be a father, you know, but I have to start doing those things. So being an adult and being successful is a massive struggle for me. It's massive. You know, I, I can I, I, I don't think I'm going to go do dope tomorrow, but it's more of a struggle to not do something stupid. Not make a bad choice because I do that at a natural reaction. Like I said, I excel at stupid, man. I'm great at stupid. Um, I have built a life on it. Uh, you know, so that, that's my struggle. Success. I don't know what to do with it. Do you know anything about emotional I do not. I'm going to send you a I video should. to watch that may blow your mind. It may shift your perspective on that. Yeah, um, I'm, I, you know, I'm currently looking for anything, you know, that'll help me and others. You know, I, I know I don't have all the answers. I know um, I don't have many answers. <laughs> um, but I, uh, that's, you know, one of, one of the big things that I do is I surround myself with as many people as possible that have uh, as many different types of solutions. Uh, there is a solution out there to fix whatever is wrong um, with me and, and with others. Um, and whatever works for me may not work for the, the other guys in my house or the guys that are my friends or the guys that I carry. It may not. Um, there's some great uh, alternative types of treatment out there. Um, my goal is, is to direct those people to, to that type of treatment. When I got here, I, got, I went on, uh, I saw an ad on TV. I called a number and it was a broker. It was a call center. It was somebody that made money off placing me in a treatment center. They didn't give, uh, they didn't care where I went. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know anything about treatment. I called and they were like, yeah, you're going to this amazing place. Brenda's going to pick you up at the airport. This lady doesn't exist. You know, by the time I got there. Um, now I have my website, um, chasingrecovery.org. And what I do on there is if, if someone gets out of your treatment center and they're like, hey, man, this place is rocking. They've got all different kinds of, uh, you know, these amenities and, and the staff there is great. And then I add a link to your website, um, to your treatment center. And then you can go on to, on to my website and you can find all, all the treatment centers that, um, that, that have been approved by uh, clients. Um, and all different. There's Buddhist treatment centers and there's equine treatment centers and there's adventure treatment centers and there's farm to table treatment centers. And there's all different kind of methods out there to help people stay clean and sober. And I think when you get into this, you're on the street and you just make a phone call. Someone runs your insurance and, and they fly you to wherever it is you're going because yeah. you have insurance. 
and it's not always the best choice for you. You know, so, uh, you know, it'd be nice if, if, if I could help you one person. I know I can't change the world. Uh, that's a lot of people. Um, but if I can help one person guide them to a treatment center that is, that is best suited for them, not just a cookie cutter treatment center, uh, you know, something that's best suited for them. That's my, not my mission in life. Yeah. I want to, really quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker and watching on YouTube, but also you lovely Facebook people, Alev, Nathal, uh, Nathal, Nathalie, sorry, Mary, Lauren, good to see you guys, uh, Armando, great to see you, Michelle, wonderful, thank you so much, Higgy, you're the man, thank you, uh, Lisa, thank you so much for joining the show today, John, good to see you, um, well, good morning, yeah, good afternoon to you. So we're with Timothy Brammer. So Timothy, tell me if somebody's looking for treatment, like if somebody's needing help, where where should they go? I mean, what's the one place? Like if they're because there's people listening all over the world right now. What is the best resource to go to that would inform them where they can get help? Well, I would love it if you went to my website, Chasing Recovery, uh, ChasingRecovery.org. Um, if if I cannot help you, if there, uh, uh, it's a newly built website right now, I'm adding content, um, but you will find resources on there. There's a comment section on there where where you can send me an email um, uh, stating what you need. My phone number is on there too. You can call anytime. And you know, like I said earlier, I, I have so many resources out there um, to help you uh, find a treatment center of your own. If I can't help you, I know someone that. Can. Um, and, and just be careful, you know, you're, but when you're uh, looking for treatment, uh, you're paying for a service. Be careful. Um, research that service that you're paying for. Uh, you know, it's a, even when it comes to the sober livings like me, you're, you're paying for a service. You're paying for me to do my job. Make sure you're, you're, you're going to a reputable place to, to, that's joint commission certified, um, and other people have said positive things about, you know, and if you have trouble with that, um, please send me an email, chasingrecovery.org at gmail.com, or you can call me. My phone number is on my website, um, and, and I can guide you uh, to, some, to some great, great places. And that's, that's my purpose. And, and again, if you, if you are someone out there and you know of a treatment center out there that's doing a holistic method or, or a different type of, uh, of treatment that is just amazing and it's saving lives, hey, man, shoot me a link to that. I'll add you to my website, um, as much content as I can get on there, of, of, and diversity of, of treatment facilities uh, or sober livings or, or IOP programs, anything. If you're an IOP program out there, do this all for free, send me a link. You know, I want to help people get to where they're going uh, to a great place for free, not, not charging anybody money and, and not making money off, uh, off selling a client to some random spot. What, um, what, tell me, what, tell me about a, a goal that you have for yourself. I mean, outside of staying sober, um, like I know that living in the moment is a big thing for you, but what, tell me about a goal that you have that, that, that maybe it's far reaching, but it's out there. Uh, you know, for my life, I, I have uh, professional goals. Um, but all that, that's going to be, uh, some of those things will come and go, and some of those things will uh, never, never come, and, uh, and, uh, and I get that. Um, 
my, my goal for my life right now is to rebuild my relationship with my daughter. Um, you know, when I, I left that when she was about one year old, I was, I was slamming dope uh, and smoking crack while she was in my care. And, um, I, I can't, that's a, that's a lot to fix. Uh, she has a resentment. Um, her family has a resentment. And I get that. Um, and I'm no father. I haven't provided any kind of care for her. I haven't, I've been living in a baseball dugout financially. I, I haven't provided anything for her except when the government decides to seize whatever property it is I own and, and give it to her. Um, my goal for my life is to be a father and to repair um, on that. If I do any anything else, if my business here and my sober living uh, it falls apart tomorrow, um, I, I'm okay with that. Um, I, I need to uh, reestablish a bond with her. She needs a father. Um and I need my daughter back, you know, but that's, a, that's, a, it's going to be rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, Timothy, man, you are in my, <laughs> and I'm rooting for you. All right. So, thank you. Know, I, well, I, I'm well, going to do the draft question. Well, listen, man, um, I'm rooting for you and anything I can do to support you, please let me know, but I'm very grateful you came on the show today. Man, it's awesome being here. Uh, All right, man. I'm going to send you. Uh, a I'm link. Yeah, I am too. I'm going to send you a link on emotional, um, the emotional intelligence work. I think you'll find it interesting, and it may it may shift your perspective on a few things. All right, I look forward to it. All right, man. Love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Love you too. You guys have a nice day. See you, man. Wow. It, it hurts my heart. Um, addicts beat themselves up a lot. And I, that was hard for me because I'm the whole time I'm seeing what can be done. Good morning, Dr. Garcia. Good morning, Danielle. Um, and yeah, it was a wonderful goal. Mary, good to see you. I, addicts are so hard on themselves. And, and it's like this day-to-day thing. And I understand that that's part of the, 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 the process, right, of staying sober one day at a time. But it, it's heartbreaking to go, you know, it, there's the, the, the perception of it's, there's a lot of limiting beliefs in being an addict. When the fact is that all of that, that pain and brokenness can be used for something extraordinary, and maybe extraordinary is repairing a relationship with a daughter, but that can happen. That can heal. People can heal. God can heal a lot of things. And there's work out there available that you can do to really cleanse you of a lot of those demons. And so, like, I want this for everybody. Like, I mean, what I've been able to experience over the last month and now going into, um, you know, the, the level three and it's, it's really changed my perception and my mindset on what is capable. And yes, you know, I've had my struggles a lot and we've shared them on the show a hundred thousand times. And, and it's risk, you know, my health has been put in jeopardy. My, 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 my finances and being homeless and battling with mental illness, battling with the, you know, the anger and rage from 
the the sexual and physical abuse um, that I dealt with, and then the the rage towards myself, and then to be able to go and have the opportunity to do the work to cleanse myself of that, it's given me so much hope, and not even hope, a, a belief and a knowing that there's nothing that can get in my way but me, and. I want this so bad for him and all addicts out there because all of that hurt and that pain can be used to change people's lives, to change the world. And the, I, I, I'm bothered by a lot of these programs that, you know, these, the sober communities and things like that, because there's this like, well, I'm an addict and I'm always going to be an addict. And I'm going to be this, like telling yourself that, like I quit saying that I'm bipolar. I quit saying I have PTSD. I quit saying that I have ADHD. I'm Josh, and I'm going to live my life to the best of my abilities every day. I'm going to stretch myself every day. I'm going to test my faith every day because the more I test my faith, the more I stretch myself and try to grow, the more I get to see that's available for me in this world. And there's no limiting beliefs or at least removing them. I'm not all the way there, but I mean, it's like it's, that's available because I had an addiction to cocaine. I, I gave that cell and I abused so many drugs. I abused alcohol. I abused a lot. I abused, I abused rage. I abused, I, I abused food. I abused everything. And I can sit there and go, I'm always this, but that's a limiting belief. And you don't have to be that way. So there's just so much more available throughout there. And I, it is that, that, that interview has encouraged me probably more than ever that I want to bring this work I'm doing to addicts also, not just the homeless, not just sexually and physically abused, uh, the, the sexually and physically abused, not pe just people battling with HIV, not just people that are battling with abandonment issues and anger and the feeling of being unworthy. I want to bring it to the world because we were all designed to be extraordinary. And the more that we have in our past that hurts is the more love, honestly, that we have to give. And that's the fact. Thank you guys so much for joining the show today. Please share the video. If you thought that this was beneficial, um, God bless you. Thank you again for all of your support. And I'll see you guys at 2 o'clock. I'm doing a – this is going to be fun. I've got the home of the hustle coming on. God bless. See you soon. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just 9 bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.